Thank you for joining me at Just a Guy and his journey back to God. Today we're going to be in chapter 17 of Isaiah, and it's an oracle concerning Damascus. And sometimes, you know, I was just reading this morning and going through it, and I'm thinking, dang, another oracle where basically we're talking about, you know, God being ticked off and being very angry at, at uh, another people and them being you know, basically broken, broken down, destroyed. But then I started thinking about it as I started reading it. And instead of thinking about, well, this is just some his- history lesson, which is, you know, I always like history. I'm, that's my major when I was in college. But um, instead of looking at it that way, I really looked at, started looking at it, and maybe this is pretty obvious to most of you, but to me it's not. I, I started looking at it about, what is what is the similarity between those people and me? What have I done? What am I doing that currently lives up to that same standard or lack of standard or creates that same challenge and issue? What is it that I'm doing and how can I apply their likeness to my life and see if I'm committing the same atrocities in God's eyes? So with that, I'll just go ahead and get started. An oracle concerning Damascus. See, Damascus will no longer be a city, but will become a heap of ruins. The cities of Aor will be deserted and left to flocks, which will lie down, with no one to make them afraid. The fortified city will disappear from Ephraim and royal power from Damascus. The remnant of Aram will be like the glory of the Israelites, declares the Lord Almighty. In that day, the glory of Jacob will fade. The fat of his body will waste away. It will be as when a reaper gathers the standing grain and harvests the grain with his arm, as when a man gleans heads of grain in the valley of Ripham, yet some gleanings will remain, as when an olive tree is beaten, leaving two or three olives on the topmost branches, four or five on the fruitful boughs, declares the Lord Almighty. So when I, I think about that, you know, even when what we're doing is, is working or it's, there's a harvest, there's always some key elements, some good fruit that's left. And, you know, but in order to go and harvest, often there's, you know, like for olive tree, they beat the branches. There's a, there's a thra- thrashing that goes on. So chapter or verse seven, in that day, men will look to their maker and turn their eyes to the Holy One of Israel. They will not look to the altars, the work of their hands, and they will have no regard for the asher poles and the incense altars their fingers have made. So again, once you've been beaten, there's still something left that's good. And it's often that adversity, that challenge, that drives us back to God. And in this case, in that day, men will turn their eyes to their maker. They will give up their Asherah poles. So I have, that's when I start thinking, what are my Asherah poles? Is it my checking account? These are all things that it says their fingers have made. So what have I made? What do I currently have as my, my security? What is my idol? What do I do? What do I look to? What do I turn to? Is it my family? Is it my accounts? Is it my job? You know, what is it that I trust in that's not God? 
when I'm not looking and turning my eyes to my maker, what is it that I'm really looking at? Is it myself? Is it my, my wisdom because I went to college and learned all so many things? Is it my job because I'm esteemed there, because I lead people, because I am an expert in it? What is it that you do? Is it your bank account? Hey, I've got tons of money. But if we remember from last chapters, you know, the people brought all that they had, and in three years they were considered, you know, the, the, the scourge because their money ran out. So what is it that we're really thinking about? What do we apply ourselves to, and what do we count as our idol that we've made with our own hands? In that day, there are strong cities which they left because of the Israelites will be like places abandoned to thickets and undergrowth, and all, all will be desolation. You have forgotten God, forgotten God, your Savior. You have not re- remembered the rock, your fortress. Therefore, though you set out the finest plants and plant imported vines, though on that day, though on the day you set them out, you make them grow, and the morning when you plant them, you will you bring them to bud. Yet the harvest will be as nothing in the day of disease, as in the day of disease and incurable pain. So you know they have these great pl- plants. They are progressing great, wonderfully. They're budding the very same day, just in the evening or afternoon, and yet they produce nothing. That's, you know, a plant is known by its fruit. And so, you know, again, trusting in their, their vines, trusting in their, their wealth, and yet it doesn't produce. Oh, the raging of many nations, they rage like the raging sea. Oh, the uproar of the peoples, they roar like the roaring of great waters. Although the peoples roar like the roar of surging waters, when, the rebu- when he rebukes them, they flee far away, driven before the wind like chaff on the hills, like tumbleweeds before a gale. In the evening, sudden terror. Before the morning, they are gone. This is the por- portion of those who loot us, the lot of those who plunder us. So, Again, man, man's own creation of their wealth, their idols, the things they, tr- they trust in. What are we struggling with today? What do we value and put above God, if anything? I mean, I'm not saying all of us do. I know I do. I have in the past, and that's what this is all about. This is me not doing that. So actually, this is uh, that's a good segue. You know, we started out Monday or Sunday with the, the intent of loving others, as, seeing others as God sees them. Um, we've talked about grace the other day. And so really, you know, this week has been about seeing others as God sees them. And I'm curious as to how, how that's gone for you all, if it's what you chose to do and focus on, or did you choose something else? If you chose something else, wonderful. I hope you've been able to practice it. I know I've failed and, and I've succeeded. Whereas I would never have, recent, in recent times, I would not have helped someone that, that needed a, a lift um, that I didn't know. You know, I did that this week and it was good. So anyways, I'm not, gonna, I'm not here to say and to boast. This is about tr- uh, trying to achieve and see what God has, how he sees others so that I can actually provide grace as he's provided to me. So anyways, with that, I'm going to go and wrap this up. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your Friday and that you have a fabulous weekend if we don't, if I don't get to chat with you. And uh, let me just finish up with a prayer. Lord God, thank you for this day. 
Thank you for this week. Thank you for the people in our lives. I just thank you for your word, that your Bible is the greatest instruction manual ever. It is correct. It is infallible. And if we follow it, if we commit it to our hearts, we will live lives that are full, meaningful, and bring you honor and glory. I just thank you for all you've done. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Take care.